0: Pretty bad, right? Well, but the docs are—you know—no, it's
1: bad, but it's not that bad. I don't think we ought to pick up the waterfront <laughs> as What's the last as, case as, as the made biggest the
0: waterfront. What's the last major case we made against a waterfront hoodlum? I can't think of the last well, one. is Well, you ran the strike force. I'm upset in New York. about it. that's what I'm disturbed <laughs> about. <laughs> right? I'm, I'm disturbed, disturbed about it. I think this, in is, this is the thing that impresses me so much. Dan Holman ran the first federal, state, uh, city strike force, and he's out of it now, and I uh, admire him for admitting that uh, he's got like they weren't doing Fair, a job. I didn't say that. Now, we've got a lot of convictions <laughs> and so forth, but we still have the same organized crime well, problem. You, if I we're think only going to approach it by numbers, uh, well, we're not going to do no. a job. I can't go to an FBI agent, I can't go to a state policeman and say, so you give me a comprehensive report about... Uh, organized crime in the entertainment business. They look at me. Entertainment business—it's nationwide. I got a little community I got to handle here. I can't tell you what's going on. I don't follow these people when they go from one job to another in the Las Vegas hotels and down, to, down in down um, in Florida and so forth. I just don't have a comprehensive report on that. That's bad business. We but you, should know, have but you knew, what's going but you there. knew, and it was in your jurisdiction that the ducks were guilty of loan uh, sharking, pillage hijacking, everything, Let me me tell you, the first thing we did was, of course, among other things we had in gambling, loan sharking, and so forth, we had a committee, an organized crime group, the most effective group I could put together on waterfront activities, criminal waterfront activities. I got a member in that group that I was fearful of. He happened to be from a New York City Police Department agency. I brought the attention of the appropriate people. It took some time to get rid of him, but then I was afraid of what was going to go on with regard to that particular group. So there were problems with, with the waterfront. But there were no, there were no basis. The, look, the, no, nobody seems to complain about it. I didn't receive a complaint from one shipping company the whole time I was there. I can't believe that they're not aware
2: of gambling that's activities. Right. That's, nobody comes to <laughs> it. That's now, a I key would, point, you well, see. Of course. Uh, that's uh, that's a, the of, of law enforcement. The law enforcement people that I know uh, tell me, and I believe them, that the most difficult people to get any cooperation from, at all from is business people. No question about it. They that. would rather sort of... Uh, Incorporate the percentage that they, uh, they uh, turn over to the mob into their prices, then uh, take the, the, go through the agony of fighting the mob. And that's a key issue and if you can't get any complainants, you can't get any witnesses, you can't get any... Then you do
0: it other ways. You do it other ways. You buy yourself a company. You stick a company in there in an undercover capacity. You put the money in it for a couple of years and they come to you. Well, why you do make you do, do that? That's... That, you got to get the funds for that. That means I got to get the funds. I've got to get the people committed. To do that, it's, you don't get the agencies to, to take th- that th- kind th- of th- approach. The you thing that
3: fascinates th- me is the fact that you're, uh, I mean, I'm not advocating illegality, but uh, in being involved in the law, it fascinates me that you sit and condemn particular situations, and yet you also admit at the same time that you don't have sufficient evidence, witnesses, and in, in actuality, you don't have a case. But you sit and you, you with... Uh, absolute assurance indicate to everybody that all of this is actually going on. If it's actually going
0: on, convict them. You were in charge right. of it. Why did let, let me give you an example of, of, of what well, sometimes we do. We, we were convinced <coughs> that organized crime was in control of a good many after-hours uh, speakeasies and generally in the Greenwich Village area. We got alcohol and tobacco firearms division agents to commit personnel to that. We got the New York City Police Department to commit people to it. Then you got to get the funds to run this thing i had a law enforcement assistance act grant which i happened to have and i was able to use that money without that money neither one of those two agencies would have committed the funds we needed to to go for undercover work for buys for a variety of things then we got up to a certain echelon with that the alcohol tobacco firearms division wanted to stop they had made their arrest they got their collar it was a middle management type thing you had to insist and pursue that they go on you've got to change the whole thoughtfulness of agencies with regard to their... Well, now, then, now you're
1: finally getting to the point. The problem, it seems to me, is that we have a, a structured law enforcement agencies with single areas of jurisdiction where they bring to the United States attorney, for example, a completed case. And he either accepts it for prosecution or he doesn't. I think we've come to the point now where the crime in America is chains and, and so forth where we need a better coordination, we need, we need better organizational efforts aimed at targeted Criminal activities. We need full involvement of lawyers and prosecutors at every stage of the criminal justice system, and that's what we're trying to do in our program. As far as But you find
3: these days, when you're talking about this, that now we're getting into an overlapping situation where you have federal strike forces and state strike forces, and Well, overlapping. Is the worst thing thing in the world? Let me tell tell you why it's the same
1: thing. It's not the worst thing in the world. There should be possibly a little overlapping. First of all, it is overlapping jurisdiction, but secondly. One of the best guarantees that the public has of honesty and integrity is some overlapping between these things. Yeah, so it's not when, a bad idea. No, but when each one, one of the them takes analysis. a substantial
3: sum of money to run the program and each one is doing basically the same work, then you're getting into the problem that Dan is talking well, about. Think, you don't I, have enough uh, money for one
1: program. I think law enforcement is, 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 has been, <clears throat> it's changed a little bit in the last couple of years, but it has been totally under in the United States. Uh, from a great number of standpoints. It's changing now, we're moving forward very rapidly. Well, For example, he just mentioned the Law Enforcement Assistance Administration at Three years ago, the total amount of money the LEAA gave out to the states for uh, narcotic enforcement, total amount, was $500,000, this year it's $73 million, that's in three years. Uh, we, we've, we've upped the budget on the narcotics almost 10 times, thousand percent increase, uh, narcotic enforcement efforts. All of these things are being done now, but you know, frankly, nothing was done and nothing will be done until the people ask for something to be done. And now we've reached the point... then they the have point, to pay for it, too. And you bet your sweet life they've got to pay for well, it. When that's when they pay district the attorneys
3: $9,000 for the same work that a fellow out of Harvard gets on a Wall Street firm and he gets $15,000, the lawyers go down there. So that you have that problem, too, but the people don't want to pay for it. Hold it, gentlemen.
0: We have to pause. Miles, let me ask you, most people feel that if the government really declared all-out war against the mafia, that it could crush them once and for all. Is that uh, naive?
1: Yeah, that's naive and it's simplistic, in my judgment. We have moved very rapidly forward. We've gone from practically no war against the mafia to escalating it to the point where I think, as, as Nick has said, there is tremendous law enforcement pressure. Now, I'm not saying there couldn't be more. But it's got to be more at the right places. And, and remember again, everybody here has been very casual about, it. and I don't want to sound like the defense lawyer in this group, but we still have some problems with constitutional limitations. You know, this we work for the Department of Justice. We're supposed to uphold the law just as much as anybody else is. And I think it's important and imperative that whatever we do, we do within the framework of that law. And I personally uh, pay... A damn good bit of attention to it, and I think it's imperative that we do it. Now we're moving forward. It's not maybe what what, it, what Dan, Danny would like it to be, but then again, no guy in the field is ever looking at, at you know the whole picture as it was. I think that uh, there's been a tremendous movement forward. As a matter of fact, I had a long meeting this morning with his boss, uh, Bill Lynch. And Billy and I, uh, former boss, excuse <laughs> me,
0: uh, chief, <laughs> the chief <clears throat> of the organized crime racketeering section. Billy and I
1: but used to be assistant U.S. attorneys together 100 years ago. And I asked him, I asked him the same question, you know, are we doing, what are we doing at this point? What, what the devil are you guys accomplishing? I play devil's advocate. But isn't and it city
4: that we've had, uh, we've had strike forces that began in Buffalo, I don't know how many years ago, that, uh, that, uh Bob Pelican was up there, right? That's, that's been in existence in 66, right? And Magadino was still there. And, and I don't know I'm, if you're no, what that, I'm that, saying.
3: What uh, I'm you saying can't is put this, one man. Maybe is you don't
1: have the evidence against him. How should you say that about. the man is still sitting well, then, there if you don't the, have a case against him? In fact, fact is Magaddino almost senile at this point? He's an,
3: he's an ancient. I'm
4: sorry, but Buffalo still has the same. He is the mafia chief of Buffalo. Right, and we've had we have we've had strike forces in Brooklyn. Dan started that one. We've had strike forces in the southern district. I don't think I don't think I don't think law enforcement, as far as I know, has ever on a single occasion ever, on a single occasion, ever driven the Mafia out of a community. It only happened to my knowledge once when in, in Newport, Kentucky, when suddenly Breckinridge, the Attorney General, and uh, Radaman got elected sheriff out there. They returned uh, <clears throat> the people. The people in Newport, Kentucky, after I don't know how many years, 20 or 30 years, suddenly decided they didn't want the Mafia there anymore. They wa- did not want the mob there.
3: And is there no crime now? They elected,
4: <clears throat> elected Radaman. And They returned, I don't know, a handful of indictments that probably would have been totally ineffectual at any other time. But it was the attitude of the people, and <clears> within <throat> a month, within a month, they were all gone from Newport. Yeah, but the they came back that very fascin- shortly. No, to, let's no, the not forget. The question out. that they
1: fascinates me: They tried me. to put Georgie Raddaman in a box, if you remember. They did that before he was elected. It was a beautiful if they, situation. If they run all of these people that you
3: have named, what if they run all of the people you have named and all the people connected with them out of business? Will that end uh, shylocking and and, uh, racketeering and all of that sort of thing? And if it doesn't, maybe we're not fighting in the right area.
2: Listen, when he says they ran him out, they they left Newport and yeah, they right, went to, to Las Vegas. Right. They no, but that doesn't I, answer I agree, the that, question. If you run up better than ever, that's your true. question. Your question
0: is: If the mafia were to disappear, would there still be crime? Yes, no, yes there it would be. be. Shylocking,
1: sure. gambling, prostitution, not as well organized, obviously, and Not as pervasive as it is. This
4: is where the danger is with the mafia: that it's organized. That's the difference between the mafia and just some loan shark. Let me ask you
0: a question I've wondered about: you investigative reporters and you hard-hitting attorneys generals and uh, strike force lawyers, are you in danger? Does the mob come to you and say, lay off, no, or you better no. watch it? Or no, If you study the history of the, of the mob, they made a number of mistakes, and they always involved publicity that they got. The acid blinding of Victor Rizel, the shooting of Annie, Anthony Anastasia up here at the Park Sheridan Hotel, the meeting at Albert. Apple Lake, Albert. Albert, Albert. Albert Anastasia, uh, things of that nature, which whenever they got a lot of publicity, always hurt them. Uh, they can do without shooting prosecutors and so forth. You've got the public uh, outcry, the shooting, just, the accidental right. shooting in New York in a restaurant of the four uh, businessmen a couple right. of months ago, you get a great outrage. Yeah, they try to, outrage. to
4: avoid them. But isn't, isn't that the point I'm making, that law enforcement, with all the money we've spent, with all the time and effort, with all the careers that have been devoted to it, you can't find one community that had the Mafia and then as a result of law enforcement efforts, it doesn't have the Mafia. But yet in the one community that I know of with the public, just simply no indictments, no jail sentences, they simply decided they did not want them there anymore and they left. As Nick said about Traficante, they don't go where they're not wanted.
1: Eddie, when if the people the bench, wanted to
4: get rid of them, the Mafia in New York tomorrow... They would just simply have to decide they don't want it. Well, I well, guess you what get on the, the bedshed. You can take care of it in one major city. Now, wait a minute. I,
2: I think I think that we can't. Uh,
0: That's a local joke. Mr. McLaughlin is on the eve of uh, being a judge. Well, oh, Mr. McLaughlin is a judge. We've got to count the ballots first. <laughs> uh,
2: but I, I think that. We uh, hope he's going to change can't the simplify pattern, it too. That much. Uh, <laughs> we have one family, I think, here in New York, because of law enforcement and internal struggle, is. Has been greatly weakened. There have been over 30 indictments. I'm talking about the Colombo family. Mm -hmm. I think that that family is uh, is close to 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 being shattered. Uh, uh, A lot of its leaders are in prison, or they 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 can't function, or they're dead, and And who's running it? And uh, they're afraid to take over the leadership. There, there are many problems with that. Uh, and you'll see that in other areas. I think in, in New England, since patriarchal went away, that the uh, uh, involvement of organized crime, the success of organized crime has diminished considerably. So I think we can't say that nothing has been done. That's right. I think the Chicago situation is coming along to that position too, pretty soon. Do uh,
4: so. you think that organized crime is going to end in Chicago? No, I didn't say... Oh.
1: oh see, that's a... You're, you're twisting it around. I'm oh. saying you're putting a tremendous crimp in it. I don't think anything is going to end. I don't think, you know, bookmaking is going to end. I don't think stick-ups are going to end or rape is going to end or anything is going to end. But I think uh, you make it, you reduce it to some kind of manageable proportion. And I think that's what we're talking about. I
2: think, however, uh, Ed's point is a key point that unless there's public pressure, unless there's public concern, uh, you don't get real change. And the public is willing to pay for it.
0: Well, I think you saw that in an example. Look, one of the worst states, uh, most corrupt states in the United States was New Jersey. I remember when um, the son of Justice... Um, uh, let's avoid the name just for laughs. <laughs> no, no, it's a complimentary... Oh! I, <laughs> Brennan, yeah. Justice
1: Brennan...